The views and opinions expressed by the podcasters do not reflect the views and opinions of the organization, moderator, administration, and institution. Furthermore, the views expressed by the podcasters in Red Avenue R&R Podcast are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Good day, Bedans. How Well Can You Cope is now on air. It's been a year since the world came to a pause. The pandemic has been a game-changer that divulged its atrociousness as it plummeted to succumb an individual to be on the verge of ruin. We've been pushed to distance ourselves from our normal routines and from others. This standstill, however, will not last forever and time is ticking. What's up? I am Jess Dominic M. Alda. Hey, uh, it's Maddie. How's it hanging? Hello everyone, it's Naya. And for today's episode, we'll talk about the things that help and continue to help us cope with the situation. So, how are you, Mappy and Jess? Hello, Naya. I'm doing great. Looking back, everything seems so fine. We are still able to do the things that we can do outside our homes. It's just It just makes me want to do those things again since it's been a while since we've gone outside of our homes. Yes, um, I feel... I feel the same since yun nga, it's been a year. Wow, can you imagine um, the thing that we were all doing fine in school last year and we were told that it will be just a week of suspension and now here we are back in our online classes trying to cope. So, how about you, Matty? What have you been doing? Um, in the last year when quarantine started, it was kind of, at first, it was fun. March 2020, I was having fun. My brother made me the log na coffee almost every day and then he would invite me to go exercising. Then when school started in the se- in September, I mean, everything started became becoming bland and I I my dwin- my hope started to dwindle and the phrase kapag tapos na quarantine started to sound like a winning a lottery ticket. It sounded like it'll never happen. So how how about you, Jess? How's your first semester or first quarter? It's great, though shifting to a new mode of learning may have engulfed us with uncertainties. Um, I fervently believe that it will never serve as a bulwark for us to um, continue to achieve our dreams as we delve deep to foster our commitment to excellence. Uh, yes, I, I identify with what Jess has said, especially now that I'm a grade 12 student who's actually looking forward to moving on with, you know, college and all of that university stuff. Pero yun nga, since we're stuck in this online mode of setting without actually communicating and having the chance to interact personally with the people that we can meet in our new experiences, especially you guys, since you mentioned that you're still grade 11, you're new to San Beda, and San Beda has a lot to, to offer you, and yet, Here we are, stuck at home and sitting in front of our gadgets. But, um, well, we'll have to make do with what we've been given during this time. Especially, yun nga, Patty has mentioned that there has been some trends going on to, you know, just do things that you can do to cope. Like the Dalgona coffee, exercising almost. Um, you know the the Chloe thing, and yeah, there's a lot of things that, that happened last. Um, I can't say it's last quarantine because we're still in quarantine. 
So yeah, there's a lot of things that happened in 2020. There's also a lot of movements, right, that happened. The Black Lives Matter, Pride, all that stuff. But let's try and move forward to our school days, our the new class, the the new online classes thing. I was actually kind of surprised that San Beda started at September. So my summer was pretty long. And when it started, I was so excited for human interaction again. That I actually did well in my first um, quarter, but I really doubt that my second quarter is still as good because I started um, losing my energy when 2021 came because I'm kind of sick of just being at home and not being able to go out and do what I used to do. Because in my old school, I used to commute on my way to school, and I would see new things every day. I would see people randomly spitting on the street or something, and I miss that. I miss those random days. But come to think of it, it's kind of unhygienic. So I'm kind of okay with that. People are more hygienic now, but it still sucks that you have to wear a mask and a face shield because you don't get to see other people's expressions and faces. It's kind of just sad. But isn't it weird that we've only realized how unsanitary things are when we're forced to realize that there's this pandemic going on? There, there's this health crisis. That oh my god. <laughs> We're, how dirty we were the past years, and then all of a sudden we're stuck here in fear of you know having the virus. And then can you imagine, guys, what will happen? Hopefully soon, post pandemic. I don't know. I I I have no high hopes for that happening. But anyway, since we're talking about you know the quarantine and pan- the pandemic and what we were doing, how did you guys cope up with all those things, with all the things that were happening? How did you cope up? While we are on the same boat and not on the same ocean, waves rush harshly, causing others to go through ups and downs, to sin- twisting centrally, boisterously in this time of pandemic. With the arrival of 2020, came the barrage of threats that were heavy to carry in our hearts, causing it. To pound to its fullest capacity as it continues to take on its toll, intertwined with subjecting the bustling world into an agony of darkness. So what I did to cope through this pandemic is I told myself to never lose that spark of hope in him that things will turn out fine soon. Um, I fervently believe that by entrusting ourselves to him and living in accordance to his will will provide a silver lining. That everything will really turn out fine soon. I continue to reject positivity amidst the negativity that encompasses me. Moreover, I have also surrounded my myself with the people um, that I believe can help me cope through this pandemic. As we foster genuine connections to establish a warm atmosphere that is capable of emitting a scorching heat. How about you, Naya? How did you um, cope through this pandemic? Similar to you, I guess. Uh, there's these things that. We've had to, you know, take into account during this time. For example, we had to, you know, cope up with this isolation that we felt. I started talking more to my friends. Surprisingly, before we were close because, you know, we have this same time to eat and stuff. But now we've been talking through a screen, and I felt that somehow we were able to. Get closer and share the burden that this sur- sudden change brought about. And additional to that, 
will be trying your best to form a routine, like waking up at 7 in the morning or at 6.30, do yoga, exercise, take a shower before class, and even having a simple breakfast or a cup of coffee that will help you start the day and just keep following this routine and somehow you'll be able to make a habit of it. And one day you'll realize na, oh, I've been doing this pala and somehow it's been a great help to me to know na I'm not alone in this setup, that there are other people who are experiencing the same thing and though it's sad that we're all suffering, merong kind of comfort that, oh, I'm not alone and there are actually people that are willing to help me and keep me company while we all go through this time of pandemic and it's really mind-boggling to know na there are, you know, somehow regrets that I should have done this before this pandemic. Pero we never know. And right now, it's just a matter of planning and planning and planning and trying your best to commit to these plans without destroying your will to continue to move on. So, yun. My coping mechanisms were mainly make a habit of things and friends and families and continue communication you know your strive to interact with other people so that you won't feel cooped up in your home without anyone to talk to that will really help your mind to be at peace and somehow find solace during this tough time so ayun how about you mappy how i coped up with things well it's been a tough ride actually because at the start of the pandemic, um, I was experiencing some, uh, what they call this, identity crisis because I was, um, not sure with who I am and the fact that I was isolated with my friends and I'm not good at communicating online. So I had a hard time coping with all of that stuff. But what I did was interact more with the people, with people at home because normally at home, I wouldn't talk to people. Like, I wouldn't talk to my dad or my brother. I would just talk to them when I have to. And I learned that sometimes talking about the smallest stuff can be engaging with anyone, especially family members. So I just talked with my brother and our bond became stronger. And um I'm also kind of fond of video games. That's why another coping thing that I did was just play games with my brother, online games with my brother. We... We were able to do many things, synergize and get um, win games and all that stuff. It was a really fun ride at first, but it kind of plummeted when quarantine started to prolong. And it, I, it bothered me so much that the fear of COVID um, dwindled as the time of quarantine increased, which bothers me because people became compliant of what happened which is kind of sad because this happened due to the incompetencies of some people so it's it's just sad to see people try to adjust and there aren't many um fortunate people to um what they call this to adjust to things that's why in our barangay our captain gave us uh what they call this canned goods because we weren't allowed to go out so that actually helped me and our neighbors in surviving the quarantine. I mean, the yeah, the ECQ before. And basically, my coping mechanism was just 
um, playing online games and talking to people at home because I'm not good with reading conversations online. I tried having an online identity, but it just it's just difficult. That's why the fact that we're in an online schooling right now is making it harder for me because I'm not into online identities and online presence because I'm I really appreciate the physical presence of other people that's why it's hard for me to co- to connect with other people online so yeah my my coping mechanisms were basically just interact with people at home and just have fun with um, the random things you can do at home because um unlike I know unlike you Naya I'm not great at planning and sticking to my plans I mean I would plan and then I won't stick to it and do something else and I'm I'm okay with that sometimes I plan and then it goes smoothly but most of the time I just don't follow my plan and just be spontaneous basically and when I did that last um, ECQ it kind of um, made me a little joyous more because I don't feel restricted I mean I the fact that I'm already restricted and isolated at home was enough. That's why I wanted to be spontaneous for once because when and I was when I was grade 10, I was also I was also trained to be organized and to schedule things. That's why when summer or ECQ happened, I was really happy to be spontaneous again. So yeah, that's my coping mechanisms. Pero diba, I don't know if you felt this too, pero there were times during this quarantine where, you know, the isolation gets to your mind and you really get tired of certain things. I'm, oct- I'm actually really a fan of spontaneity and I really love adventure and stuff like that. But there's these things wherein I actually just sleep all day and do things that are detrimental for not only my mental health but for my physical health. And contrary to you, Mati, the the planning actually kind of helped to get me moving. You know, because you oh, yeah. mentioned yaren, yeah, diba? You mentioned yaren, and actually just mentioned it too earlier. Na parang yung pagiging isolated natin. It's fun at first. Na oh my god, ang haba ng summer vacation, ang haba ng we won't have academic responsibilities to tend to and those other outside factors that we can keep ourselves busy ganun. and it's actually good that we had those time for ourselves but as you said earlier na habang tumatagal yung quarantine you're starting to get tired of it and you really want to go out especially the past months from 2020, yung mga bare months na, and it's almost holidays, and yet, you cannot hear those people celebrating outside, and stuff like that, and it really gets to your mind, and you're just getting kind of tired of sitting around. So, yun, I started planning, and it actually kind of helped me, especially, uh, I'm good with, um, I was about to ask you this earlier, pero ngayon ko lang itatanong, kasi, my love language is quality time followed by physical touch and other stuff. So, because of this restrictions that we had, um, the physical touch thingy for my love la- for my love language actually dwindled. So I was left with feeling alone and I know. Pero yun nga, since we have this online setup, we were given tools to communicate with one another. 
and I've been studying with friends, you know, planning, okay, we'll do this task one at a time during this specific time of frame. So, we all get productive in sort of way. And, you know, na-uwi siya sa chika. And that's my quality time for me. And I've strengthened That is a good way to spend the time. Yes. <laughs> it's actually, chika is the key, guys. Yes. Um, it's actually, you know, you feel more connected since you're not only talking about academic responsibilities. Once you've started, sometimes you'll get sidetracked. Anong ginawa mo ngayong araw? What did you eat? I actually, ano, I actually tend to, especially with my friends being in different sections, um, we're, we've earned a lot of tea from different, um, different workloads. Oh my gosh, tea. Different things. Yes, that's the important thing to friendships, tea. <laughs> Pero, yun, it helps you, it helps you organize and get up in the morning to say, you know, there are people that, would somehow be waiting for you to pick yourself up. So, ayun, guys, what are your love languages, Jess? Um, for me, I am not really that um, expressive type of guy. But when you look into my heart, you'll see how much the people that is around me means to me. Um, but regardless of that being said, I express my love through um, saying I, the word I love you because... I fervently believe that love elicits a compelling array of meanings in which um, meanings themselves do not suffice to define. How about you, Matty? What is your love? What is your love language? Um, that's that's actually a tough question. I think mine is um just interaction in general because I have this problem um with uh what they call this when when you don't talk to me as frequent, I kind of like, I'm, I mean, I'm not high maintenance. I'm just, I'm just, um, when you don't talk to me as much as before, or we don't interact face to face anymore and stuff, I kind of forget how you look like. <laughs> that sounded weird, but it's kind of like that. I kind of forget the feeling oh my God, of your presence. Same. Right? It's so weird because you just see their profile pic and they don't look like that every time. <laughs> So that's so weird. That's anyway, why it's important what? to share memes. <laughs> yes, memes I'm, are the way. Memes yes, are the uh, way to express. You just randomly send memes and they will understand. That is true friendship. Yes, oh my gosh, uh, that's we're talking about love that. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, memes, yes. Since we're yeah. talking about self-healing and memes, uh, my friends and I actually leveled up from the conventional memes. We've been using our faces to actually communicate, so with that, so that you know, you still feel their presence even through a screen. Sometimes it's funny you just save their pictures and kumakalat nasa. And it's so funny to think that we do what we do to survive. That's actually in kahit nyan sabihan. There's this thing where I don't know when it was, pero Twitter started talking about how you know the toxic positive. And stuff oh, like yeah. that. I saw but, that. Mm-hmm. Na parang there are times where people are just very happy, and they're starting to be um, toxic for people around them. Since we're talking about privilege and other stuff, I realized that since we have this privilege to actually communicate with other people through the gadgets that we have, it's good 
to not, yun nga, sabi mo, you're not kind of a techie person. I mean, you're, you're a techie person, but you're not actually like online presence. But one self-healing tip is to move away from social media a little True. bit. Parang, yeah, a detoxing is good. Yes, it's every once in a while. Because you see different events happening and it's kind of sad. It's on the news. So, I think yung, you know, other people's expressions and sometimes these expressions aim to harm people. It's actually good to take a step back from that and just keep contact with your closest friends and your family and sometimes even move away from other people. Just take time to meditate and self-evaluate how you've been doing, how you've been coping up with different situations. This will not only apply during this pandemic. It, I think it applies to different stages that we have in life where things get kind of overwhelming. That's a good thing that we all know that, oh, the, these are my love languages. The, these are how I express my affection to other people. But sometimes it's good to see that you need alone time for yourself. You need the ever-present self-love. Yon. What do you guys do to hone your self-love? Uh, oh, my self-love journey is actually pretty, pretty, what do you call this? Pretty tough. Because I, I'm, I don't want to brag, but I'm one of the people that are in the honors and people tend to think that we're um, all happy because we're in the honors but being in the honors especially in my old school was toxic and it was detrimental to my mental health because my standards are too high for myself my yeah my standards are too high for myself to the point that I'm pushing myself too hard and stuff and there came a time that I really despised myself for what I've done in my junior high school life but Right now, at this moment, I'm starting to accept myself, actually. This quarantine kind of helped me to talk to myself or have time for myself. Yeah, what you said, me time. Um, because, uh, what do you call this? I learned how to meditate this quarantine. So that was that helped me whenever I just feel lost. I would meditate and just relax my body. And sometimes I even talk to my subconscious. We we do chats. I mean, not chats in Messenger. I mean chats in like, in my mind when I meditate. Because that's how I meditate. Anyway, we've been talking for quite a while now. So, let's do a recap of what we talked about. Okay, so for the recap, we've talked a lot about a lot of things, no? Yeah, just talked about how his coping mechanism were his faith in God, his friends. Similar to mine, I've talked about um my friends organizing, planning your day, and taking a step back from social media. You, Matty, mentioned about um how you've been doing, how you've been keeping up with your family, playing games, so and meditating. So those were our self-healing coping mechanisms that kept us going during this pandemic. And I think it's really good that we've acknowledged these things to ourselves na, oh, these things will help me get through whatever, whatever I'm going through. And I think that's really nice. Yeah, I really like the recap because we were able to share our different experiences this trying time. We were able, we, I found out that people, um, 
that people find joy in organizing and it's really fun for me to realize that we all have our different ways to cope up with this pandemic which is really interesting for me so how about you Jess? Yes, I couldn't agree more. So, with all of the coping mechanisms that we have stated, we hope that um, that we have shed light, your house and wise, on how we have been doing this pandemic despite of its threats that is um, engulfing us with fear. I just realized it's March. Happy International Women's Month! So, happy International Women's Month! Let us continue raising our flag as we magnify what women are made of. And for this podcast, we hope that you were able to grasp something about the thoughts that we allowed to escape from our mouth as you absorb it into every inch of your being. Thank you, and we'll see you on our next episode. See ya! Bye! Bye! Bye Bye-bye!